and welcome to the Ramen Bowl podcast. Today's episode topic is Garden Warfare 1 versus Garden Warfare 2. So let's start these episodes off how we usually start them and kind of just give a rundown on what these are. So obviously, if you haven't heard of these games, it's Plants vs. Zombies as a shooter game. So we have Garden Warfare 1 and Garden Warfare 2 and Battle for the backyard which we will not be talking about because it is bad and i didn't want to do it anyway so the premise is pretty straightforward you play as either plants or zombies and it's a shooter game it's not too intricate it's not too extraordinary but they're pretty pretty decent games that i've been playing for a while and i thought i'd make a versus video about them so let's just get started on the pros for garden warfare one so, the first pro is playing through the game over the years. I've noticed, that this is kind of just a quick side tangent, um, the berry shooter, which is the berry version of pea shooter, there's always different versions of um, the different plants or zombies. And in this version, the berry shooter is one of the most OP characters ever. And it just shooting a single shot, if it hits, it does... Okay, yeah, 25 damage on direct impact, and it'll do about 15, 20 to 15, or 15 to 20 damage on just an area hit. So you don't even have, you don't even have to hit. You, you just shoot anywhere near the enemy, and you're going to be doing a lot of damage. So just something I noticed, and I actually really enjoyed it because it's a good character to play. Anyway, moving on to the actual pros. So... I love the maps. I love the maps a lot more than I do in the second game. In the second game, they're pretty bland. There's not much happening. In the first one, there are so many moving parts, and they all are—they all seem alive because there's always something going on. They're not just little things moving. Like in the one with the train, there's always the train going by with different things moving on it that you can look at, and it's like something you got to be constantly aware of. Well, in the second game, it's like, eh, it's like maybe you'll have like a little thing moving in a trash can in the corner of the map like it's not a whole lot well again in this one you have big things moving that you have to be constantly aware of and that's just in the team deathmatch mat uh maps because in the second game you only really get them in uh the garden one where you actually you know set a garden and you have to like it's like war from call of duty world war Two, where you got to go and claim the other person's uh, base kind of thing. So it's those are that's kind of like the only time they really have moving parts is in those maps where you're constantly there's a lot of different obstacles stopping the enemy from getting to your base to help to give you a extra fighting hand in Garden Warfare one. Every map has something big moving in it. There's always something going on that you have to be constantly aware of because it will probably kill you. So that's what I really like about playing these maps. It gives you a lot more to think of while you're doing it, especially because it's in the middle of the map. Like you have little spaces around it, but the main center is where the train can come in. And that's just the one I'm using for this example. And if you get hit by it, it's an insta-kill. And which gives, I'm pretty sure, a point to the other team. So, you know, it gives you a lot more to think about other than just move forward and shoot. So, um, the Garden Ops is like the solo kind of, not really a campaign, but kind of a campaign that you can do. 
uh, for coins and different rewards. And I preferred it a lot more in the first game than in the second game. The maps are better and the mechanics are better. And they're kind of similar. The mini side quests they give into you, like they'll give you like Crazy Dave or the main zombie will kind of talk to you and say, oh yeah, you have to do this or you have to kill these guys. You have to destroy this. You have to not take damage. They're a lot more interesting. And while they do have them in the second games, some of them, the first one has a lot more that are more challenging, which gives you, which makes it more fun and a lot more difficult. While in the second game, it's just like, oh yeah, don't get hit or I don't know, like destroy something. And this, it's like, oh yeah, go find these three uh, hunters, special zombies that can do a lot of damage and try and take them down in like a minute before you don't get the points or anything or, you know, something like that. Or don't get taken, don't, to let your garden get taken um any don't, don't let it take any damage jeez i can't talk um while there's a lot of different enemies that are more powerful than just your default zombies so i always find that really intriguing and a lot better than in the second game and this is a way of getting this next thing is how you get characters and like customization items and all that and because it's an EA game, there is, like, some... You gotta buy stuff. Um, or you can just earn money through the game, which takes a while. And the second game, er, getting a new character takes a very long time. Because getting coins is a real pain. But in this one, the packs are very, very cheap. Like, in the... I think in the second game, they're, like, 75,000 coins. In this game, it's, like, 40,000 coins to get a new character which is much easier than in the second one because getting coins in these games takes forever because there's no real good way of getting coins that doesn't take a long time everything it takes a lot of time to grind because it's you know it's ea they got to make their money somehow but anyway i personally feel garden warfare is more enjoyable than the second game i play the second one more but the first one when i do sit down and play it like researching for this episode i just find it as more enjoyable and less tedious as the second one is but the second one which we'll get to in a bit has more to do but moving on we're going to move on to the cons for garden warfare one so when compared to the second game there aren't as many characters there's different versions like i said of each character uh there's different types of characters like sunflowers cactuses chompers pea shooters and in the second game, there's an addition of corn, rose, citrion. There's so much, as well as more different varieties of those characters compared to the first game, which I just like better, having more characters, more options. Um, there's a lot more to do, a lot more characters to learn, better abilities. And in the first one, while I understand it was like, you know, trying to go for something smaller because it was the first game, it's... It doesn't work as well as it does in the second game because, like I said, the second game, there's more characters, more variety. You're not going to just play against a team of all pea shooters or all sunflowers. In the second game, you're going to be battling against centurions and, and pea shooters, chompers. Like, it's a whole variety because they all do very different things, unlike in this where they're just textured differently. Um, and only, like, one or two characters actually do something different. And unique. Well, in the other game, they all have different. There are their attacks are different. They do different styles of damage, and the way of attacking is different, and they look different. So it's. I feel like that in the second game is much better than in the first one. 
Um, and on the same kind of topic there, I wish there could be more maps. And I was going on about how much I love the maps, and I think they spent more time making the maps dynamic and unique, but only gave us a very, like a handful of them instead of a lot of them and making them bigger because the maps are pretty pretty small compared to the second game. So I wish they could have been either bigger and expanded more with the same type of uh, dynamic features where everything's moving around and all that, everything's changing, or just added more maps and maybe lowered the um, like moving parts a bit, kind of like in the second game. But I think what they do have, that they have is the slow, the low amount of maps with a lot of uh, moving pieces, I think that's fine, but I wish there could have been some change or a little bit more maps or just made them a bit bigger. Because um, in the second game, while there isn't a lot of moving pieces, there are lots of maps and they are very big. So there are a few things you could sacrifice in terms of map quality. I think they could have found a good, I think they did find a good like medium, but I wish they could have changed some things slightly, but not ruin the maps i feel like they could have added maybe one or two more maybe three at most um and at kept the same type of style but that's just a personal opinion and the last con for garden warfare one is the customization that is one of my favorite things in the franchise is the customization of your characters and leveling them up and this it's not as big in the second game that's like the top thing is Get the customization items. Get all these cool-looking accessories. Oh, there's so much you can do. There's so much you can customize. You can get tattoos, hats, glasses, beards. Uh, you can change the stalks and, like, how your character's body looks. And this, it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, you can, like, add a hat. Maybe get, like, a rose tattoo or something, Dropkick Murphy style. There wasn't much. And that's what I really like about the second game and which keep, what keeps me playing it is there's a lot of customization, a lot you can do to change your character and make them look better and upgrade their abilities. Um, yes, it requires getting coins and all that, but that's that, you know I think it adds to it. You grind through all this stuff, and then you get new stuff that makes your characters better. It's just you know RPG stuff. While this isn't an RPG, it still has that type of thing, and I love it, and it keeps me coming back. It, keeps, it adds to the replayability. The first game did not have it as much as the second game. There was some customization, but it was not very good. And most of the hats weren't unique to the certain plant or zombie. Like in the second game where, oh yeah, Citrions have these hats. Oh, and Corns have these. Pea Shooters have these. Zombies uh, Shooters have these. Like It was more or less, oh yeah, there is a watermelon hat that every plant can wear. Or there is a zombie university hat that everyone can wear. It, it's just... It was not as unique and set for each character, which I like in the second game. So I just feel like customization could have been bigger and expanded more and given more options, which it did not. So that was Garden Warfare 1. Uh, like I said, I really enjoyed that game. It's, it, it's where I started playing these games, so it's definitely it's high up on the list uh, for games I enjoy. But now we're going to move on to Garden Warfare 2, which I have a lot more to say about because I have more experience playing it. So we're just going to move right into the pros. So the first one is the characters are cool. They look cool. They're unique. Their attacks are unique, and they fit the character well. Like I was just talking about how in the first game there weren't many characters. In this one, there are a lot more characters to choose from, all with like unique abilities. 
and I love it. I think they made I think they did a very very good job with them instead of just making them basic and all the exact same and giving them same type of attacks. I think they changed them up and made them more unique, more customizable, which we didn't get in the first game and I love it. Uh the corn, the citrion, the rose, all those new characters added such a lot to the game and made it more enjoyable in my opinion there's more to do more characters it makes it a lot more fun and it's taken less it adds more than what they were going for in the original game which was basing it off of the actual just normal plants versus zombies and just taking characters from there so i i really enjoyed that and i like the addition to the older characters than just keeping them in the exact same while they kept a lot of it the same they added more things that you can change about them in terms of their attacks so I just think they did the characters better in this one than they did, than they did in the first one. Um, as I was just talking about in the cons before this, the customization is really fun. It, there's a lot to do. There's cat, there's cats yet, and probably. There's hats, there's tattoos, you can change the body of them, there's glasses, facial hair. Like There's so much you can change that makes the game and your characters better. It just, it's so much fun to just kind of, especially when you do the different side missions and you get unique hats and all that for certain characters, or you open a mystery pack and you get all these cool little unique items, especially during holiday seasons and they have custom unique ones to that holiday that you can get. It's just a lot of fun and a lot of them, uh, the more expensive they are, they have moving parts, kind of like in COD, where the more expensive ones and harder to get ones are, are actually moving and interacting with things which I, I really enjoy. So I think it is a lot better than it was in the first game. So I've been playing this game since it came out. I pre-ordered it. I remember I pre-ordered it when it came out. And I still play it. Even before making this, uh, like researching this episode, I just played it a bit more while researching this. But I would still turn it on from time to time and, enjoy, and play it and get back into it, grind a few uh, upgrade a character and get it to master and all that you know just i love the like replayability that the game has and while the first one did have replayability i think the replayability in this one uh in particular is much better because there's more to do um and on that same replayability type thing the leveling system i think is great it adds so much to the game it like i was just saying replayability um it gives the game, it gives you more to do, more to grind for. And while the leveling system was in the first one, it wasn't as polished as it was in this game, and it wasn't as good. Like this one, it takes a while to level up, but every time you level up to, well, there's specialist, advanced, elite, super elite, and master. Master is the max, and specialist is the first tier you get. So. Each one of those, as you level up, you get character upgrades that allows for, like, healing or a different type of attack that, like, upgrades your already, like, uh, different set specials, like the bombs and all that, or your speed, or, in, like, with the sunflower, you get, instead of using the healing beam, you can use, you can plant a sunflower that is, like, a turret that heals. So it's really, it's not really unique, but it is a lot of fun and does add more to the game that I really enjoy than it did in the first one um the secrets as i was just talking about the um the side quests there are so much more in this game because they have that open world portion of it when you're not in a multiplayer game you can go to the backyard 
and it's kind of like you're playing against AI, but you have side quests that you can do that earn you different things and get you some and get you a lot of coins. And there's more to do. Gives you time to like just play by, uh, play by yourself, level up, uh, test out new attacks, test out new characters, kind of grind your character to get more levels, uh, get packs and all that. It doesn't. It's not just a menu screen like it was in the first game. So. The secrets in this, there's like gnome statues that you can collect, which get which unlocks secret rooms underneath uh, the map in the sewers. Uh, the gnome trials, which are great challenges, and they're secret chests. There's even a little portal that you can go through on certain occasions. It'll open up, which gives you like these unique mini games that give you special rewards and rainbow stars, which give you um, keys to unlock gnome trials and different uh, accessory items. And as I was just talking about the gnome trials, we're going to go into those a bit now because they are they're they're pretty big. They're a really big side quest that I still haven't completed because they are incredibly challenging. So the gnome trials are pretty much you find a key or when you go into the portal in the sewers, it takes you to a special dimension in space. It's weird. And you use the keys you get from doing the rainbow star events in the town hall through the portal. To, once you get the keys, it unlocks a certain challenge. If you complete that challenge, you will have to fight. Well, it gives you a code. You put the code in, and then it'll summon the boss for the challenge you did, the color you did. Once you beat that boss, the statue explodes. And I'm assuming once you beat all of them, you get a final boss, which then ends up giving you uh, access to play as the, um, the boss in the open world section which is a tree tree stump and a goat on a hoverboard for the zombies so there is good rewards they are incredibly op characters so the challenges is necessary and i think it the reward is definitely worth the difficulty that they give you i'm only there's only one i haven't gotten through yet so um they are incredibly challenging um, and I will also talk about that in cons because there's a few things I think didn't work with it. And going back to the card packs, how I was talking about with getting accessories and new characters, the card pack feature I think is great. It is a very EA thing to do. Um, it is RNG, which I do like. I like how it gives you consumables, upgrades, apparel items, new characters. Um, I don't really like the whole like coins take a while to save up. And it costs a lot more than it did in the first game to get these things. But I still like the whole RNG of it. Like if you open a character pack, you don't know which character you're going to get for either plants or zombies. And you're just like, oh, please give me the sound engineer one. The zombie engineer. You know, that, oh, I want that one. Or I want the barbecue corn. Like it's it's cool little RNG and you got to like, you know, you got to wish for it. But we were also talking about in cons, as I just said, you know coins you can pay for it it does take a while to go up um but we'll talk about that later so as i talked about earlier as in the side quests, there are a lot more that i didn't want to group in with the other like little side things that you can do because there are little side things like the gnome trials but there are also secret missions that you can do like the pizza quest for the chomper or the goat or the robot dave missions or the scientist missions for the zombies so each one of those is unique to uh, which side you're playing on. 
And all of them are really fun little side missions that you get ranked on. The higher the rank, the more coins you get and the better rewards. So I really enjoy playing those. I always replay them just for some extra cash or if I just want to replay them because they're incredibly fun. So, yeah, moving on. The character upgrades. The character upgrades are incredibly useful and make the game so much better. So as you level up your character and you get it to a higher rank like uh, Super Leader Master, um, even once before that, it gives you different upgrades to make your character better and more OP. Uh, more OP. It gives them more power. So, like, changing up your attacks to make the, like, for the um, Bean Bomb, for the Pea Shooter, if you keep going up in levels, or you open it from a pack, I'm pretty sure you can get it from there, um, it will give you a Bean Bomb with a Sombrero, that's a bit bigger, which does a bigger explosion, which, uh, in turn, can get you more kills and level up faster. So, as you level up, you do get more things that help you out in multiplayer, which I really enjoy. Um, the maps, I know I was kind of complaining about the maps in this one, how they're kind of bland, they're, they don't really have anything going, but they do look good. They are bigger, they're fun to play on, they just don't have as many dynamic pieces that are constantly moving and playing a part in the actual game itself. So, there are some maps, like I said, in Gardens and Graveyards, which is kind of like the war map where you gotta conquer the other person's base. Um, there are some moving parts in those towards the end, but not a whole lot. But I still, I still enjoy the uh, look of them. I enjoy the um, feel of them. They're fun to play on. There's lots of different like hallways and stuff and buildings that you can go into that can provide you cover or places to stealth for attacking the other team. So I really enjoy those. And I talked about this earlier, but the backyard, the main area, when you're not in a multiplayer game, I love it. It's really fun. It's great to test out new characters, gain XP, do side challenges. It, it is a lot of fun, and I really enjoy that um, addition to the game, and I think it adds so much more to it than the first one. The multiplayer, I didn't talk about this in the first one because the multiplayer for this one was kind of lacking, but the multiplayer in this one is all, is really good. I enjoy it a lot. I prefer it to the first game, um, so which the first game kind of only had it going for it because that's all it was. It was Garden Ops and multiplayer. Um, my personal favorite is Turf Takeover in this. I just love playing it. The games are long. They give you a lot of XP, a lot of money. So I, I really enjoy it. I think the multiplayer is great. If you can actually... Well, it isn't... There are older games, so finding a game is pretty pretty difficult Some with certain game modes, like Gnome Bomb and stuff. But with Turf Takeover and um, Team Vanquish, those are pretty enjoyable and you can find games pretty easily so there is a little game that you can play like mini game like i was talking about with the courthouse portal which is um a game where you play as robotic cats and dinosaurs the cats are the zombie side and the dinosaurs are the plant side there it's fun it's not it's a very rare event event to get i've only played it a handful of times but they're really fun and i enjoy it and i just wanted to bring it up because it's really weird and unique in my opinion that I really enjoyed. So playing 1v1 um, online or split screen is really enjoyable, especially in the backyard where you have this big open map that you can run around and, and just play 1v1 on each other, which is really it's really enjoyable. The flag, Same with the flag mini game, which is also in the backyard in the center. There's a flag of unlimited power is what they call it, which if you 
um it pretty much you summon it and it goes through different waves and goes up in tiers of difficulty for the enemy team like if you play as plants it'll go like brown coats and then um engineers pirates scientists uh the soldiers the all-stars and then it then it'll go to bosses and then it'll just go all out you can't win it it's just like hey see how far you can go and every wave that end gives you money and it'll give you like different characters that can help you fight like ais um and all that and it's kind of like domination where you have to stay in there and if you leave the enemy has to take the flag if the enemy takes the flag you lose so but it is a really enjoyable game mode to play especially if you just want to get some money or xp so those are the pros for the for garden warfare 2 we are going to get into the cons now which there are a good a good bit for both of these so they're pretty evenly matched So the cons for this game, um, like I said, there are a few. There are a few in here. Same with the first game. There are a few things that I think could have been better or could have been changed. So the first one is the game, well, it's been out for six years, so it's pretty old. Um, it still has a lot of bugs that I know aren't going to get fixed. Like I said, nobody's going to go back and update a six-year-old game, especially because they have a new one out. While nobody plays it, they're still going to be focusing on that. So, the some bugs include, um, like, if you have an electric type or, like, any type of one that shoots special projectiles, I'm just going to be using electric in this one. Um, sometimes, if you shoot, they won't shoot. They'll kind of just explode in front of you. Like, they won't travel anywhere. They'll just shoot and blow up in front of you. Like, they won't. nothing will happen. So, it can even happen a few times back-to-back. -back. I think I've had it happen three times where I shoot, nothing, ha nothing goes. Shoot it again, nothing happens. Shoot again, nothing happens. And then it'll shoot, and it'll just be like, really? So there are a few bugs like that that just kind of get annoying that I know they're not going to fix. And I feel like a lot of these are, well, not major ones, but I feel like could have definitely been fixed before the game came out. Because I remember that happening since I got the game. So and the next thing is the game takes forever to actually load. And I play on the Series X, and I've also played it on the PS5. The game takes forever to actually get into the game. Not a multiplayer game. That doesn't take a while. No, the loading up the game itself takes forever. And I don't know why. It is not that big of a game, but it just takes so long. It's not even Series X optimized or PlayStation 5 optimized. It is an Xbox One era game, and it takes forever to load. So it makes no much sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me um i'm not smart enough to know why but it that's just something i've noticed is that the game takes a long time to load um and i was talking about this earlier the gnome trials took me hours to complete just one of them in my opinion i think they're a little too difficult especially for the targeted age group that these games were you know going to it's right i think i'm pretty sure it's rated e plus 10 so it's I feel like they are a little too difficult, in my opinion. I'm not very good at them, at the type of things. It's a lot of parkour and memorization, which I am terrible at, both of those. So, personally, it's a little difficult for me. I just think they could have been nerfed a bit. Uh, the boss fights are also a little challenging, but I think they are a good balance. I think they're perfectly challenged. I think the difficulty with that is okay. But the challenges themselves are the trials and while there are only like four 
or five. There's a decent amount of them. They are pretty difficult, in my opinion. Some people might find them easy, but I personally find them a little too difficult. Um, well, I don't think, the, like I said, I was just talking about the bosses. I don't think they were difficult. I think they have too much health. Because it takes a long time to kill them. And especially because they spawn enemies, there's constant enemies spawning. So even if you destroy the enemies, as it's like, wave of enemies, kill them all. Next wave of enemies next wave of enemies and then once you kill those then the boss shows up and then we'll spawn with more little enemies and it will keep spawning until you beat the boss and they do a lot of damage so i just think the constant barrage of um attacks uh, mixed with his mass amount of health it sometimes can feel a little challenging i like i said i think there it's a perfect it's a good mix of challenge and you know the difficulty and all that but i do sometimes think he had a little too much health in my opinion so that's just a personal thing so i also don't like the way you get the keys to unlock the challenges you have to do limited time events which are seemingly random um and when they spawn which you you know you complete if you fail a game like if you don't win in the limited time events you get three rainbow stars if you win, you get five, and you need 50 of them, which is the max you can get for the chests. Uh, you do it, you have a 75% chance of getting a key. And I have opened boxes five times back to back, and I have not gotten a key. Um, and I did need a key, I needed two of them, so there was a decent chance of me getting one, but never got it. So I don't like the RNG that you takes for a key. I wish it would be like, oh yeah, you're going to get a key every time you open it, and you only need a certain amount of keys, so after that, if you keep opening it, it gives you like a ton of money, or you just get an apparel item or something. I, I wish that would have happened instead of having it RNG. So, just something little that I think could have been fixed. The hot plate trial, I, I, honestly a lot of these are going to be about the trials, but the hot plate trial took me a good couple of hours. Um... And I felt, and this is just something small, and after doing it a lot, I realized that the timings weren't consistent. Like, there's, like, I think three rows, and in each row there was um, uh, different things that can kill you. You have to hop on them when they're not activated. And the timings for each row were different. And, you know, that would make sense, but for the ones that have to move on their own or, like, get to the end of the rows and then go back up to the top, that would sometimes not be the same. Like sometimes it'll be like it'll take five seconds, and sometimes it'll be two seconds, and then sometimes they won't disappear at all. I don't know if it's a glitch or a lag, but sometimes they just didn't feel consistent, and it made me lose a lot. Uh, the same the multiplayer reward system makes no sense sometimes. If you lose in Turf Takeover, you will earn more. If you come in first and win with a lot of kills and revives and assists and all that, a high score in Team Vanquish. If you lose in Turf Takeover, you will earn more than that. And even if you come in last with zero kills, you were, you well, let's say you need like a kill. So let's say you have like two kills. You will earn more. Maybe even one, one kill. Like you will earn more than if you win in, in Team Vanquish, which doesn't make a lot of sense in my opinion. So it's just kind of odd. But the next thing is, um, I don't like the fact that when you switch teams in the second game, 
like if let's say you want to you're trying to grind out a plant you were it's almost to the final tier it's almost to mastery level and you're like i just want to grind it out if you switch teams during like even if like you get into the game it's like yep you're on zombies before the game even starts if you switch teams it will deduct like 50 percent of your coins which makes no sense like if the team's not full and you switched like just to either give them a fair chance or to grind a character on the other team you lose a lot of money a lot of money like if you're playing turf takeover to earn a lot of money and you switch teams to be on the offense side you're going to be losing half of the money you get even if you win and get a lot of kills coming first so it's doesn't really make a lot of sense and i just think that's kind of dumb if it was like maybe mid-game or the end of the game i would completely understand but throughout the entire game even before it starts switching teams i just don't like how it deducts you so that's just something else but that is going to be it for the cons, and we're going to move into the final decision. So, in my opinion, I feel that the second game beats the first game by a little bit. Well, yes, the first game was very enjoyable, and I spent a lot of time playing it and never thought it was a bad game. I just feel the second game had much more to offer, and there were so many secrets and side quests to keep you playing. And the open solo area in the game is much better than the first game because it, you know, it's actually a thing, unlike in the first game. Um, and I mean, the second game had so many new and unique characters compared to the first game, and the customization in the first game was definitely lacking when compared to the second game. So uh, my final decision is: I feel Garden Warfare Two is a better game than. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 1. Both of them are amazing games. I have played them for years, and I haven't really thought either of them were bad games. Um, I just think the second one has much more to offer. There's much more to do, and it's just a better game, in my opinion. Yes, it has a lot of cons. Um, it has a lot of pros. Same with the first one. It has a lot of pros and a lot of cons. There's, you know... I. This was a difficult decision. Same with the Spider-Man one. There are They each are good in their own way, but in looking at all of it up and tallying it up, I just think the second one is better and, outma and just outmatches it. So that's about it. Um, I do have a few side notes, and I mentioned this at the very beginning of the episode. The newest game was an absolute dumpster fire, and I know it is technically in the franchise, and I just wanted to bring up why I didn't include it in the verses. So, like I said, it was an absolute dumpster fire, and I did play it for about a month or two, and it was just plain awful. Um, I enjoyed no part of it, and I just, you know, that's, that's really why I didn't put it in here. I didn't play it enough to really get details or any research or something to add to it that would provide it a spot on this episode because I just, I did not like it at all. I think they completely ruined it. I think it was rushed. They were trying to go with what was big at the time. They made it a battle royale. They took away what people liked, the different characters, the customization. They were like, yep, let's just go battle royale. Which, in a Plants vs. Zombies game, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But that's just, you know. And another thing is, while researching and replaying each of the games for this episode, I did find myself playing the second game a lot more than the first game. I didn't 
entirely let that bias my review. I just found it to be a much more enjoyable game, and I did want to point it out that even while I was researching, I was playing the second game more and taking more notes on it. As you realize while listening to this episode, uh, the second game's um, synopsis was a lot longer than the first one. I just had a lot more to say. I played it a bit more than the first one, and I found more stuff to say about it than compared to the first one. But I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Um, This one took me a long time to make. There was a lot I needed to do, and it was a lot different than the Spider-Man one, so I had to find a way to do it to where, one, it didn't completely match it, and it made sense for the actual game. Um, But yeah, uh, if you guys did enjoy, please leave a five-star review on wherever you listen to. I know Spotify is doing that now where you can rate them and you can like, you can kind of like like them. Uh, a five-star review would be awesome. It would really help this podcast in getting it off the ground. Um, And I will see you guys next Sunday. See you.